Hey there guys, welcome to another episode of the Job Pod by Beginner Discover. My name's Sam Winwood and today we're covering what it's like to become a software engineer, software developer uh, in a tech company. To help us do that, we've got the wonderful Anna who works as a software development engineer at a company called Gusto. What Gusto do is then they're, they are, they're a huge, uh, hugely successful kind of meal order delivery company i've <laughs> haven't described that that well but she goes into much more depth than uh, what i just did and explains it far better um in this episode it's super interesting because we cover not just what it's like to become a software engineer or developer but also the different roles within the tech company so you know a product manager a data scientist a data, data analyst uh and all these different roles that make up a tech company which you may have not heard of so I find it really, really interesting, really insightful. Um, and if you have an interest in tech, I think you will too. So I hope you enjoy it and uh, let us know your thoughts at the end. Thanks so much. Hey Anna. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? You're right. Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Good, 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 good. Are you? I'm very well. I'm really good. Um, lovely weather today, which is wonderful too. So, um, yeah. thank you for joining. Uh, I really do genuinely appreciate it. Um, you know all about Begin and Discover. You know about the job pod and what this is. To kick things off, if you don't mind, could you explain to me in thirty seconds? in its simplest form, what you do, please. So my day-to-day job is to just make websites really pretty and easy to use. Mm -hmm. So if you want to buy food from a website, from a computer, instead of going to a supermarket, you just go on your computer and search for Gusto, and then it's allowing you to choose what food you want for that week. Mm-hmm. and all that like nice UI it's what is my day-to-day job okay cool so you create that that's brilliant so what's your talk me through your job title and a bit more about Gusto if you don't mind yeah sure so I'm software engineer in Gusto mm-hmm. and um, my job is to as I said to create this um, nice UI that customers can use yeah. now Gusto is a recipe box company so we are allowing customers to choose what they want to, what meals they want to eat for the week. And we send them a box with the ingredients and a recipe card with the instruction how to cook that uh, recipe. And okay. that's like saving time for shopping and also is, you know, allowing you to spend more time with your family. Mm-hmm. So what I'm doing is trying to understand what do you need in order to be able to choose that the right recipes for your um, week um, and then based on that to you know create different things on the website and that's basically all sweet that's so cool so i'm intrigued like what the day-to-day would look like for a software engineer particularly at gusto because when i hear of software engineer i just think super smart people which i'm sure you are but super smart people who just code all the time um is that what it's like at gusto or what 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 would a typical day look like for you 
yeah it's not quite like that um <laughs> i think in gusta especially but also in a lot of other companies um as a software engineer you can't just go and code because you need to understand what you code and why you code um so we spend probably more than 40% of our time just by chatting with different people and trying to understand what the customer needs from us so we chat with um insights team that's like a team that looks over like the feedback from the customers looks over like how they use the website and how they use the product and trying to understand what else do you need to make this easier for you to use uh, to use it Mm. So we are trying. We are chatting with those people. Then with user designers. That um, they are like the people who are designing the interfaces. Um, yeah. So beside that feedback, they also do some user testing in order to understand better and to actually watch the behavior of the user when they choose those recipes on the website. So we are involved in those too. So we can observe the user how it's using our product and then. With all this information, we go and say, okay, let's create this new feature to allow them to choose faster or to, you know, highlight more, I don't know, the picture for the recipe or whatever they need. Yeah. Um, and then we code. And that's wow. like the other part of the day. That that part of the day. Okay, cool. Um, that's, that's really interesting. It sounds like it's quite fun at Gusto, um, different to other uh engineers that i've spoken to before but how on earth did you fall into such a role then was this was this something that you set out to do to become a coder like what what's the journey for you so far so i started just studying mathematical in um high school and i really liked it i just yeah. wanted to be a teacher i loved mm-hmm. to like work with childs and yeah it was really nice and then in high school, I discovered informatics and computers and programming. And my teacher, she was just encouraging me all the time. And I just realized that as a teacher, I can help the children to learn. But as a, you know, as a software engineer, I can create the programs for them to learn. And actually, you know, not only for children, I can do a lot of programs for a lot of industries to help mm. them do easier to do their job easier yeah so i just got in love with that but i wasn't sure if it's the right thing to do Mm. so i just like went to university studied computer science again wasn't sure about this i was just like yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and see how this works yeah um and then like before finishing university like i was the last year and I just like got this phone from um, IBM. They asked me to come for an internship and I was, okay, why not? Let's try and see how it is to actually work with what I've learned because I just did like simple projects, but never actually did something to be, you know, proud of. Mm. So in IBM, the first um, project was something for a company where I had to uh, do application to actually save a lot of time for the um, users instead of doing a lot of audit for their product on paper, they just did it in this application and they saved like probably more than days of work. Um, And then I just felt it like, well, yeah, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is what, why I became a software engineer. And then I was like, sure that that's what I want to do next. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I just progress in that. 
That's amazing. And, so what? So yeah. from IBM then, did you then go straight to Gusto once you'd learned all those skills that you needed or how did it work then? So I worked in IBM in Romania because that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And then with Gusto was quite interesting because I just got a call from a recruiter to <laughs> just do an interview in London. And I was like, oh, I will need to move. And I wasn't sure if it's the right thing. But then I came for the interview just to see how it is. And um, my manager from that time uh, just like showed me everything, how they work, like day to day, just like walked me to all the departments. And I was like impressed. I said, like, oh my God, this is so nice because you actually have to work with the actual user. Mm-hmm. Well, in, uh, in IBM, I wasn't really close with the final, you know, with the user that used the application. But yeah. here I will be really close with that. And then was the other side that I was a customer myself. Yeah. So that was really cool because I know what I need for myself. And then I can see what other people need from the same product. And then understand all those bits and yeah. actually build it. Whoa. God. So I'm intrigued now. So what makes a really good software engineer? I think... Beside the tech skills that you can learn and everyone can learn, it's as easy as it sounds as just Google it and learn it. What makes it a great engineer is to understand what the final user needs from your application or whatever you develop. Mm-hmm. Because if you understand, then you can create that product to be awesome. So, yeah, that's what I think. Wow, okay, cool. And the how passion. many, yeah, and how many, um, like in, in terms of learning code, how many different languages do you know? I, to be honest, I know one. Yeah. But I know it very well. And then I know a bit of every other thing. Okay. But I think the, the thing that is important is not how many do you know, is if you always keep up to date with what the updates on that language are. Because it's enough to know only one. Mm-hmm. If you know it well and you know what's coming next and what are the news. And yeah, one thing is like in this industry, you need to always learn. It's like never finishing. It's like yeah. day to day. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, at some point they just compare it with the, you know, doctors, they need to learn medicine every day. Yeah, yeah, want. no, I, that, you know, that, that, that totally makes sense. It really, really does. Um, how frequently do they change then or update? So libraries um, are like, packages of um you know tools that we use uh we don't really use one language as it is we just use libraries Uh, those are updating every day at least three libraries comes out and beside that in one library that you might be really good at and you just like as i'm like developing in the same library since i start probably um it's still they do update every day so if i don't learn them i can do this job now but this is not going to be stable for the next three months, maybe. So I still need to learn something new. Wow. That's interesting. So um, my next question is where can software engineering like take you basically? What's the kind of, if you had a five year plan, what would be the next step for you? So they are different in different companies, as mm-hmm. far as I could see in, uh, like, as I said, like in IBM was a multinational, different ways of progressing careers path and Gusto. Um, in Gusto specifically, 
we have like two paths that you can go on um, or you can diverge from those and just choose something else. And in Gusto, you can go from a junior software engineer, so you just learned code and just got your first job, um, to software engineer um, that we have different levels of those, like mid or senior. We don't call them mid or senior because we want people to be motivated, not to be just like one the title. Um, And then you can go, if you want to be more technical, you can be a principal engineer. That's Mm -hmm. the person who practically knows a lot about tech and knows how to do big applications and you know that match different um needs for customers yeah uh or if you want to go through more like people part like people um you know interactions you can Mm -hmm. go to the management uh part where you can be like a team lead first and then you can be a engineer manager um, as an engineer manager, you work with people uh, to make them understand, um, you know, like to help them to progress in their career, but also make sure whatever they develop, it's what they like. And, you know, that's part of learning and progressing in your career. Definitely. And then like other levels of management. Fair enough. Fair enough. And you could be, it does a, a product manager fall into that too because I I know that's quite a popular role in tech companies isn't it yeah it is uh doesn't fall in those two paths so as a product manager you will need to divert from those two paths so those Uh are more technical ones um you can I mean that's one thing that I really would like to you know to become and I'm like trying to learn more about this role um you don't really need to know like a lot of things before about tech to be in product management. You need to understand how the team works, but the product manager is completely different and is the person who actually pulls together all the people to, you know, make sure whatever we develop, um, we create is the right thing. So is the person who practically keeps everyone together. Wow. Okay, cool. Just going back to like the specifics of software engineering, because I because I always see full stack, front end, back end, like DevOps, and they're seeing all these like words that are just kind of alien to me. Could you just give me a brief overview of what they all mean, please, <laughs> if you don't mind? Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them are really similar, but yeah. with some you know, abstractions. So we have front end and back end developers. Um, so front end is whatever the user sees. So when you go in the website, you see the front end, uh, back end. Sometimes people say that is the scary thing. You can't see it, but the back end without the back end, the front end can't work. So the back end part is like the part where, uh, people develop those kind of like services to keep the data from you, like from your account or from the website or, you know, do something, I don't know, I want to do a subscription, the front end is nice, but can't keep that in memory, yeah. <laughs> needs to send it somewhere, right? Um, and then the back end is the one that handles all that data and do something with that. Um, now you have software engineers. Um, they are the people who are not really like looking over like one or the other, so front end or back end. They are more like looking broadly, so they might be they might be specialized in front end or in back end, but they will still do a bit of front end and back end otherwise. So they do everything practically. And yeah. the main thing is they think about the application as a whole, not just as a piece. 
um, and that's like the software engineer and that's the differences. And then the DevOps part, that's a combination between not only development, you, you do your application, but that application can't be outside for the users if the operational part is not there. Yeah. So what that means is this person will ensure the fact that whatever we code, our code will go to some kind of server, like, you know, these big companies have these um, servers that are like machines yeah, where okay. they keep the code and you can access it via browser. Um, so that's the DevOps part. They practically pull everything together and give the customer the final product. Interesting. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. And okay, this might be a silly question, but is a software engineer the same as a software developer? So the difference here is, as I said, like the engineer is looking over like how the whole application works Mm -hmm. and the developer just cares about like the part of the code they write. I mean, right. Yeah. So it's the, the way how they look at one application is like individually or as a whole thing. Okay, cool. That's super interesting. Okay, I got my final question on the specifics here, right? And it just cut, and it's about like data engineers and data scientists. Because you hear that this word engineer, and it seems yeah. that it seems like there's some constants here about engineers look over everything, right? So does a engineer, does a data engineer just look over all of the data? Essentially, is that is that how it works? Or? So they look over like the system that you know has the data in the the system that um practically pull together the data and what tools they need to actually do that because data is like in every company data is not just like some information about customers it's a lot of things mm. like in gusto we'll have data about like all our customers preferences and a lot of stuff and that thing is like really big and the normal application as we develop like the website, we'll not be able to handle that much data. It's just huge. Yeah. So you need our, you need a data engineer to create those kind of tools to be able to manipulate that data. Wow. And then a, d- a data scientist, do they just analyze it all, right? They do different algorithms to analyze the data, to come up mm-hmm. with something from the data. So in Gusta, for example, we have data scientists who will just get the data from the customer and create his recommendation algorithm. And that what's that is practically will show to the user on the top of the page the recipes they will most likely uh, choose based on what they've chosen before. So getting the data from what they've chosen before and creating this like you are, you know, the order of the recipe yeah. that will help them practically choose uh, faster because you have the top with your preferences that's so interesting well you've blown my mind there wicked okay cool so thanks for all of that amazing insight to the uh to all the different roles in in a company like gusto i really appreciate it okay my next load of questions are more about like why do you enjoy it what and, and you know what keeps you there so if you don't mind like what what do you enjoy most about working at a place like gusto as a software engineer so in Gusto, is, it's about the product. Um, I just like love the product and the way how we develop features for the product is so, it's so much interaction with the customers 
I think that's keeping me like ongoing every day. It's like, I know that the customer it likes the product or I know that the customer use the part of the product that I created. Yeah. And just, you know, it's really rewarding to see how they appreciate or just give you feedback about those parts of the product that you are creating. I think that's really, really what's keeping me going on. That's wicked. That's really, really cool. So the the product is a big part of why you love it so much. Would that be, if you, if we talk hypothetically now, if you were to move, because it seems like you, you know, you've got quite a lot of transferable skills working as a software engineer. If you were to move, for example, to Airbnb as a software engineer, would that be doable? Like with the skill set that you, you have now? Yeah, I think that's the cool part of software engineering is like you can move in every industry that you can think because technology is everywhere. Yeah. And all you need is to spend a bit of time at the beginning to understand the product. So you can do the code, but it can't be the same, you know, um, mm. the same quality if you do it when you know what you, why you do it and if you do it without knowing that. So if you spend time at the beginning to just understand the product and why you do that code, then yeah, you can just join every industry. I think. That's so cool. Okay, brilliant. So who do you think uh, this particular role would be right for as a software engineer? What type of person would be right as a software engineer? Um, someone that likes to, you know, to create someone that has this creativity need and wants to create something that's really good for it. Um, Someone that will, you know, will be really good at analyzing logically because that will be easy to, for those person will be easy to understand uh, software engineering. Um, And yeah, I mean, someone that loves to just offer to, other persons you know products to simplify their life <laughs> yeah yeah wicked um because that was another question i was going to ask is just about do you have to be really mathsy to be to become a software engineer because i swear everybody that i've ever met who's a software engineer is like are like super brainy and really good at maths but it might just be uh, because of the logical thinking side of things might just be that yeah so i think you can get that without maths um you yeah. can have it naturally i have colleagues who just did a boot camp after they were like in different industries like marketing and um legal and yeah they had nothing to do with maths in you know schools uh, but they just like changed their career path and they're really good at software so i don't think that mathematically is something that you know you really need it's good it's helping you to form that you know logical thinking but you can get that from somewhere else you, you don't need mathematicals so if I, to be honest, all I've learned about mathematics in, you know, high school and university didn't really help me day to day, just like for my, um, my process of thinking, but didn't really help me, the information itself. Really interesting that. That's cool. Amazing. Okay, cool. So um, what would be your best advice to somebody considering getting into software engineering? I will say just believe in yourself and if you think that you like it, just go for it. I've met like a girl at one uh, just conference and she was doing this boot camp and she wasn't sure if she wants to apply for a job and they just talked with her like, do you like it? 
do you like to do code? Do you like to interact with, you know, with the user and understand what they want? Then just go and apply for a job. And I think after no more than two weeks, I've seen that she just like got a job. And yeah, I think this is most important. You need to believe that in yourself. And if you like it, then just go for it. Wicked, wicked. And is there, are there any like little tips and hints that you can give to somebody in their application? Or is it just a kind of plain CV? Is there anything that they can do to stand out at all? So try to think about skills from different backgrounds that are transferable. Like for software engineer, as I said, like can be interaction with persons. You may have been an assistant or something for someone. The fact that you organize things, that's really important for a developer. So try to, you know, highlight those kind of skills that are transferable from different uh, parts of your life. Fantastic. And yeah, that's like for the CV part. And then, yeah, just be confident when you talk with persons. I think, I know that is really hard at the beginning. I was like really scared. But if you go with the, you know, with the, if you go to an interview thinking about like, I know that I'm good at what I'm doing. And if you believe that, then it would be easier to talk more confident. I think that helped me at the beginning. Brilliant. Fair. That makes total sense as well. Um, but I, I can imagine a lot of people may not feel almost like imposter syndrome in a way because it's like you're talking to somebody who's really good at what they do. But that's brilliant. OK, cool. Um, and my final question, um, what advice would you give your younger self if there is any? Um, I think it's the same. Like now I, I am feeling more confident and I know what I need to do. But at the beginning, I was on that. And I was really scared of, you know, just talking with people and saying my opinions about th- different things and what we should build as a, for, you know, for customers. I think I would say just like believe in your opinions and your ideas because no idea is a wrong one. And just like try to stand out more amazing that's such good that's such good advice thank you so much um i think i've got everything here unless there's anything else you want to add i think i'm done yeah i think as i said like the as the last message is just believe in yourself and you can do it thank you so much i really really appreciate this um this is going to help out a lot of people thank you so much Thanks so much for tuning into that, guys. That was Anna from Gusto talking to us about software development and software engineering, etc. Uh, amazing, super insightful. I thoroughly enjoyed that. If you uh, loved it, liked it, whatever, please drop me a note. Uh, please give us a follow. We're across all social media channels now, which is wonderful. Uh, get in touch. My, my email is sam at beginandiscover.com. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Uh, and if you've got any friends that might just have an inkling and be interested in the world of tech or considering going into software development, this is a super handy podcast for them to listen to. So please just pass it on to them. Um, Yeah, and hopefully it will help. But thanks for listening and uh, tune in for the next one. Cheers.